Welcome to The Sound, KQAL-FM's weekly behind-the-scenes look at Midwestern-made music. From writing and recording to distribution and promotion, The Sound is your source for new releases and exclusive interviews from Midwestern artists. Support for The Sound is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Rolling. Tonight on The Sound, we bring you Minneapolis's latest alt-country artist, Molly Brandt, with her full-length debut album, Surrender to the Night. Released July 21st, 2023, Surrender to the Night is a collection of tunes that sound like they could be a greatest hits from a seasoned songwriter, except this is Molly's first album. And as I found out, these are also her first attempts at writing songs. Well, she definitely hit the mark here. Surrender to the Night will take you on a journey through a whole spectrum of emotions and even through the bluffs and valleys of the Driftless region. See, Molly Brandt is a storyteller, and these songs are her stories. So kick back and get ready to take a ride with Molly Brandt's Surrender to the Night, tonight on The Sound. I'm still alive 
That was Bluff Country Paradise. That's the first track from Surrender to the Night, the full-length debut by Molly Brandt from Minneapolis. And tonight, Molly joins us on the phone. How are you doing tonight, Molly? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, so this last track, I'm really excited for this interview. Um, I just recently discovered you um, when this this full length came out, and um, super excited for it. Super excited. And, oh, and also we should tell folks you're playing tomorrow night at Boats and Bluegrass here in town, uh, Boats and Bluegrass 2023. So I'm um, really super excited to see you there as well. Um, this first track, though, I love it. Bluff Country Paradise. It's something that kind of speaks to me since uh, the region I live in, and I'm just kind of curious. Um, it sounded like there's a lot of awfully familiar lyrics in there, you know, bluff country, driftless, mm-hmm. root river. Um, but I did to kind of dig in, in, you know, to try to find more out about you and found out it looks like you're from Marion, Iowa, um, yeah. which is down around Cedar Rapids. But uh, I'm guessing maybe you've spent a little time around here, maybe. Uh, you what's know, the story? actually, not not too much, but we really uh, started to explore the town. Well, I I dis- I didn't discover it, whatever. I I found out about the town of Lanesboro oh, if you've ever been there. Yeah. And um my partner introduced this town to me. He's got great connections there mm-hmm. and friends there. And we last last summer um got to visit it for the first time and went bike riding and hung out near uh you know in the river, went floating in the root oh, river cool. there in Lanesboro. Yeah. So it's really kind of inspired by that town and I definitely want to explore more um, areas uh, more more uh, parts of that um, the driftless region right. but uh, I still feel like it's a new thing to me but I we spent several trips uh, down there uh, with some friends we played at um, the high court pub there oh, cool. and um, just really love that town. And I was kind of inspired by it was sitting on our friend's porch, um, while we were visiting and I was kind of just journaling some words and phrases that were coming up for me uh-huh. as I, you know, was there. And I just feel like, well, I'm, while I was there, I'm really getting out of the bustling city and, uh-huh, right. um, was really embracing the quiet of it all and, and the nature and, um, just letting that affect me. And so that's where the song kind of was born. Wow. That is so cool. Cause like, I mean, listening to it, see, I grew up in this area. So listening to it, it sounds to me like I really connect with it. And it sounds to me like it's coming from a place of like really knowing this place, you know? And so that's interesting to me that, that you uh, just recently discovered it, you know? Yeah. Just last year. And I wouldn't say I really know the place. I just, I, I feel like I want to explore it more yeah. and I just feel an immediate connection to it. I was going to say, it definitely sounds like you, uh, at least have a connection to it, you know, yeah. and uh, really feel it, you know. So, so that's really cool. I think people are going to love that tune around here, you know. So, um, I hope so. Uh, I really want people to discover it and trying to get the the folks of Lanesboro to listen to it because it's really kind of like an ode to them, but right. it's also like an ode to that region and just an ode to the Midwest and mm-hmm. um, you know any areas where you're able to um, really be present in um, your surroundings. Right, right. Have you played much uh, 
uh, down in this area other than Lanesboro or just that? Not really. Yeah. I guess we were, we did the, uh, an event in Winona, um, affiliated with boats and bluegrass. They had the, the summer series beers and oh, that's bluegrass. Right. You did. Yeah. Um, and then I think we, uh, Red Wing, that's in the Drupal okay. area, yep. right? Yeah. yeah. We played at the big turn festival oh, cool. this past year. Cool. Um, Otherwise, you know, I, I, we really, me and Eric really want to do like a little driftless tour or something uh-huh. like that with our, with our duo. Um, so I don't know. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, so do you guys have, uh, when you play live, do you play with a full band or is it just yeah. a duo or, okay, cool. Cool. Oh so uh, yeah. I mean, Eric and I do our duo thing often, okay. um, but mainly it's me and my full band, um, that'll be performed that perform uh you know various venues right right so we're gonna see the full band tomorrow at boats and bluegrass right yes yes oh looking forward to it totally looking forward to it uh well i'm on the phone with molly brant tonight um she has a brand new full-length album out called surrender to the night and uh she's playing boats and bluegrass 2023 tomorrow night here in town um molly it's a pleasure to talk to you let's get into some music here and then we'll come back and talk some more okay sounds great all right well this next tune is uh the second track off the full-length album and it's called eagles 34 so we're going to check that out and then we'll come back and talk to molly about it okay so this is eagles 34 by molly brandt right here on 89.5 kqal
That was Eagles 34, and that's the second track from Surrender to the Night, the full-length debut from Molly Brandt. And I have Molly on the phone with us tonight. So, uh, Molly, Eagles 34, that's in Minneapolis, right? Um, yes. Is, is, that, is that song a true story as well? Mostly, yeah. It's uh, Yeah, we played, I think, uh, one of my first few times playing there. I was playing with a country cover band. Cool. Um, We've played there with my band too, uh, but I I was again doing that journaling thing where I just sat down for five ten minutes and was like, okay, the Eagles Thirty Four is such a cool place, such a quintessential vibe mm-hmm. in terms of um, I don't know. There's a lot of country that music that happens there, a lot of two step dancing, line dancing, and I don't know. I love the whole like divey bar, you know fraternal organization vibes you know if you ever go to like right. an american legion yeah you yeah. know any it's it's just cool there's uh, a lot that i observed and mm-hmm. then there's some aspects of the song that are just me making up stuff <laughs> <laughs> like you know i'm it's for the sake of the song like i talk about a taxidermy loon on the wall i don't think they have that there i just <laughs> thought it was funny but and it, i thought fit, like right? the eagles club would have that there, right you know what i mean right. like so I just c- cobbled together a bunch of little, again, phrases, words that were inspiring me and, uh, well, and you I, know, put it over a little country groove progression. Yeah, yeah, voila. totally, totally. Uh, you know, and I bet you anything, there's an Eagles club somewhere in Minnesota with a taxidermy loon on the wall. So I know, you right? Know, there's got to yeah. be. There's got to be. <laughs> they, they do that, right? They taxidermy loons. Yeah. That, that's possible. Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. So I'm not totally out of bounds. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, and some nights, you know, being in there, one might think there is, right? You know, I mean. One might that, think. That happens. Yeah. That happens. Um, do most of your tunes come from, like, true stories and journaling and stuff? Like, how do, how do you go about writing? How does it how does Actually, it I think most of my stuff is, like, not fake stories, but sort of, like, I don't know, my little fantasies and, you know, Uh I mean, a lot of the songs on here are just pure fake stories where I'm just thinking of a character and actually the new stuff I'm writing right now that is beyond this album has become very character-like, like Like I'm thinking about a specific, um, I don't know, funny character or Mm -hmm. something that provides a lot of imagery, um, and so I just use that imagery and the storytelling. Uh, but, you know, there's real emotions that come through. Um, and there are a few tracks like My Mind, uh, which I, I, I'm sure we're going to hear maybe mm-hmm. later on yep. this show. Yes, we It's more of an introspective, like, personal journey. But songs like Surrender to the Night, that's a fake story. Um, okay. Old Northern Woman fake story but wow. real emotions you know well yeah you can feel it you know wow that's interesting to me you so you can really put yourself in that space it sounds like you know yeah because they, they feel yeah. like true stories to me i'm like ooh, some of them give me shivers you know like it's really yeah. cool well that's great i mean i guess when i was a kid i was really into like writing stories and i was i wanted to be like a novelist when i grew up or Perfect. and i was always into art and stuff so i think this just lends itself to my talents right. uh, being able to just come up with fake stories and and there's no rules when you do that like right. i'm not limited to anything um and you know my life is exciting but it's also 
not as exciting as some of these fake scenarios that I'm coming up with. It's for the sake of the song. You yeah, know? yeah. It's those little embellishments in a story, right? That make everyone yeah. go, ooh, you know, you know. Well, yeah. So when you are writing, what comes first? Do you Is it the words or like a lyric or like chords or a melody? Like how, how does it usually start for you, you know? So it depends. And I like I'm really new to songwriting. Those songs on the album are my first nine songs i've ever written there's a cover on the album too those are the first songs i've ever written really i didn't have like a big catalog to choose from that i started writing two or three years ago so i'm very new to it and um but i've discovered that i am more lyrically driven okay um so but i think right now as i'm writing i'm doing a lot of writing right now uh where uh, you know, my partner Eric, who I've mentioned, he mm-hmm. uh, he'll come up with like a progression or a groove, and then I'm like, "Here's some lyrics." Um, or just last night, <laughs> we were sitting on the couch and we were thinking, like, "Ooh, let's make a really like kind of minor sounding, dark, deserty sounding song." Ooh. I was like, "Ooh, I have an idea." And I gave him my idea. It's secret right now. But I was like, okay, this is the the title of the song that I'm thinking of. This is the story of the song. Another Mm -hmm. fake story. And he was like, I got to go downstairs right now. And he like came up with a whole instrumental progression. So now I'm going to use that and I'm going to create the story based on, you know, it's like I start with a basic lyrical idea. Mm-hmm. He's got some musical ideas, but that's like kind of a new process for us. But I do think I'm more lyrically driven. Right. Wow. You guys sound like a heck of a team. I tell you what. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> Sounds great. And he's at, now, is he on the record? Is this Eric uh, Carranza? He's on, yeah, Eric Carranza. He's on two of the, or no, he's on three of the tracks, I think. Okay. Um, cool. We we sort of met each other last, last year in, uh, I think, in April, and I had already been recording most of my music but he kind of came in and was like adding his take to it but um for the next record he'll be on all of it nice um, very nice and will help me produce he's also in the band now so he'll be performing at boats and bluegrass awesome sounds great i absolutely love it absolutely love it um well let's get back into another track and then we'll uh we'll come back and talk some more uh i'm here on the phone with molly brandt uh she's from minneapolis um has a a new debut full-length album out called Surrender to the Night. And uh, this next track is called Propane and Cigarettes. And you're listening to it on the sound right here on 89.5 KQAL.
Propane and Cigarettes, that is off the latest album by Molly Brandt, and uh, the album is called Surrender to the Night, and I have Molly on the phone with us tonight. Uh, so Molly, we were kind of talking about your writing process, how that happens, um, how you and Eric kind of put stuff together. Um, this tune, I really dig this tune, It's a, it's got more of a kind of a southern rock, like a rockin' feel to it, yeah. you know? Um, which is a genre I really like, and I think pairs really well with country, right? Obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, but you do have quite a variety, you know, you were just mentioning about writing a new tune with like this deserty feel and a minor key, you know, um, there's, you mentioned the cover on the album, which, um, um, the last track in the album, um, uh, Minneapolis. Oh my gosh. I couldn't <laughs> I remember <laughs> for a second, but, um, yeah. Uh, Lucinda Williams, I believe. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's got such a dreamy feel. There's some tunes on here are straight up, just like country two-step and type tunes, you know, um, kind of a country actor. You've got quite a variety. Um, yeah. Is that on purpose or like, like what kind of stuff do you listen to? What, what do you take in to, you know, how is this? Well, okay. to answer your question is on purpose. Not really. Because okay. those were, those were the songs I'd written and I was kind of like, okay, let's put them together in, in an album. Wow. took me a while you know we were releasing singles singles and i didn't mm-hmm. know if i was going to put it together as an album i okay. was just kind of like things were growing really fast right i recorded songs i started releasing singles all of a sudden i'm getting booked for all these shows oh my god i need to write more songs right, right. <laughs> and so that's why it was like a two-year process of me realizing okay i'm gonna have to put these together somehow and you know i know there's that philosophy of uh putting a project or an album together that feels cohesive Mm -hmm. um but i was thinking you know i'm just gonna put it out there and this is my collection of my art that i've done maybe net in the future i'll have albums that have a more like okay this album feels this way and is this cohesive vibe but i really was just thinking okay i need to get my music out and um yeah I, i feel really thankful that i ended up exploring all these different vibes mm-hmm. um and which is really great because as a beginning songwriter i was just kind of like throwing things at the wall and seeing what would stick um what was the second part of your question you um, I, i'm already forgetting well like what do you listen to i guess you know oh what like, do i listen yeah, to yeah. yeah no i listen to a lot of americana a lot of mm-hmm. country whether that's classic country or more like alternative country um a lot of you know rock and stuff i really was inspired by the white stripes when i was in like high school oh, cool. And, mm-hmm. um then i started listening to a lot of bluegrass um 
not a lot of bluegrass, but I was really into like Nickel Creek and okay, Chris Seeley. Sure. And nowadays I'm like super into Margot Price right. and Nikki oh, Lane. Yeah. And oh my gosh. Yeah. Getting really into like Emmy Lewin Graham, uh-huh. Parsons, oh God, you know, yeah. just all the classics. So right, I'm right. always trying to um, explore, you know, whether they're up and coming country and Americana artists. Um, you know, that's kind of where I'm, where I'm leaning towards. And so a lot of my music is very similar to the stuff I listen to. Crazy, right? Right. right, Obviously. Right. That's that's usually how it goes, but not always, not always, not always. Yeah. No. And I guess I have in my, in my past, I've listened to a lot of genres. A lot of different stuff. I used to be in a jazz combo. I used to sing jazz music. I was into hip hop. I I still am into hip hop, but like, I don't like actively listen to it as much, but mm-hmm. I, there's a lot of um, influences there. Right. Which is good. That's really good. You know, I'm, I'm kind of piecing this together as we go. So are you telling me that you were writing and recording these songs as you went? And then, yeah. Wow. Kind of, well, and these we, are the first... I, re- I wrote, okay. So I, in 2021, I had written three songs, okay? And okay. My, and I, one of my friends, Colin, who's an engineer, recording engineer, uh, he was like, let's record these. So we came in. By the time we were ready to record them, I had one more song. So we recorded four songs. And then I released those as singles. In that, During that time, I was writing four more songs. Then we recorded those in 2022, about mm-hmm. a little over a year ago, okay. and started releasing two or three of those as a singles and then i finished writing bluff country earlier this year like in wow. january and then we i was like okay we need a 10th song let's put a cover on there right. and then i was kind of like okay now now we can figure out an album release date so right. it wasn't like okay these are going to be the 10 <laughs> songs it was like okay i gotta right. write these as i go right and just sort of like you know, piecemeal well, it together. Right. Well, it sounds like you've been in music for quite some time, but you yeah. just recently started writing, which blows my mind because I think this whole album is full of great tunes. You Thank know, you. I mean, I really do. And that's that really blows my mind. So how it did blew you blew my mind too? <laughs> right. Right. Well, that's good. Right. Well, how yeah. did you how did you get started with, you know, it sounds like you came up kind of playing in other genres and other bands. Yeah. Um, how did you get your start and how did you, you know? Yeah. Well, I've been playing piano since I was five. I'm a Mm -hmm. classical pianist, so I've got a lot of knowledge there. And I'm also a piano teacher. Um, And I went to school, uh, to college for music. uh, And I uh, was involved in choirs since a young age, show choir. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Oh, yeah. But that was like big in Cedar Rapids area. Um, So I was always involved in that, trying to get all the solos and you know, all that good stuff. And then in college, I started to study, um, you know, all sorts of stuff. But uh, my friends were doing like opera. And I was like, I don't like, although I had to sing opera songs (laughs) in my voice lessons. So I was singing opera arias fairly well for not practicing that much. Wow. Um, but I was like, I don't like this. I want to join the jazz combo or like, I think the jazz combo person encouraged me to join. So I was started to sing in the jazz combo. This is the first time I was like singing in a band. Um, and we started like playing at like little bars around town. This is in Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, cool. Um, but you know, we were playing jazz standards and covers and all that good stuff. And then after college, I formed my own Molly Brandt band and we, we were doing the same thing, kind of like jazz, soul, R&B music. Okay. Um, and then I 
I kind of got burnt out on that a little bit, and I and I then I decided to move to Minneapolis because I was like looking for some other career opportunities at the time. I was involved in uh, nonprofit work, so I was okay. like, I need to find um, some nonprofit work up here in Minneapolis. So. I moved up here in tw- early 2019, and I got a job at the Electric Fetus Record Store, nice. and I got a job teaching piano, and then eventually I started working in nonprofits. Um, but pandemic happened. I got laid off from two jobs that I, I was working for a theater, and I was working for the American Choral Directors Association. So I was I had two really good jobs there. I was still teaching, so three jobs, insanity. I got laid off because of the pandemic. So I started getting unemployment benefits and having all this time off. Um, they, you know, that Minnesota was paying people hand over fist <laughs> to just <laughs> chill at home. Um, and I consider myself one of the lucky ones who actually benefited from that scenario. Okay. Although it was a terrible time. Right. You yeah, know? it was rough. But I, I had my own apartment for the first time. Finally, I was living by myself, able to have the privacy mm-hmm. for myself to explore this creative oh, side. Okay. Um, because with living with roommates, it was like I was very scared to, I don't know, What's sing different? and yeah. stuff. Like somebody's going to hear me like just being embarrassing because the process of writing a song is just so funny to listen to yeah. unless you hear the final product so <laughs> right i yeah, think it was there's my something own, in like, your head right that isn't exactly yeah. what always comes out first right you know right or you just have to like sing gibberish right yeah stuff yeah exactly and, like kind of explore the ugly side of your mm-hmm. you know like sure. just making it sound weird and then you know, so I lived by myself and I, I had this neighbor who was also a musician, gave me one of their um, microphones to use. And I downloaded GarageBand and I started mm. messing around on GarageBand um, and just kind of recording covers. And I was recording some like videos of me playing cover songs. And I think I was encouraged by friends that, Molly, you should write some songs. Like, uh-huh. just do it. Just right. try it. Right. And I was like, oh, I don't think I can do it. Like, it felt like this very lofty, like, hard to attain skill that felt like, oh, my God, it's going to take me years to get good at this. Right. No. And no, and, and this is helpful for anyone out there who's like, I want to write music. Like, uh-huh. you can start anytime. Yeah. Because I had all the tools available to me. I have all the theoretical knowledge. I know how to make chords work. Mm-hmm. So I picked up the guitar and I spent all this time time that i had learning to play guitar good enough to you know strum and write some songs and just started playing a lot of other people's songs on the guitar just to like kind of get the feel of how how this works and was starting to really pay more attention when i was listening to music mm-hmm. um and then i think i the first song i wrote was revenge and that's on the album and that was my first single and that wow. was the first song i wrote because i was just kind of like playing around with this back and forth a minor d7 a minor uh-huh. d7 and was like "Ooh, this what does this story sound like oh it sounds like a murder ballad or something you know and right. i was like okay what's this elaborate story and <clears throat> showed it to my friends and just kind of like had that encouragement of collaboration mm-hmm. um that really helped me and you know had three songs literally three songs showed them to my friend colin and he was like these are awesome we need to <laughs> we need to come into the studio and i was cool. like wait really like these are good what cool. and so yeah wow wow and you know that's really interesting so you say revenge was your first one yeah. um if i was to look at this after what we've talked about so far and say okay 
She started singing jazz. That one to me sounds the most linked to jazz. You yeah, know? yeah. And I don't know why, blues, but I, I did think that, yeah, and it's a little bluesy. So maybe, yeah, it's just the roots of that perhaps. Um, how did you like lean into this country thing then? How did that happen? Um, well, I felt like, yeah, that revenge song was giving blues vibes, but mm-hmm. I also felt like the, the lyrical content felt to me kind of typically, you know, country. I don't sure. know if you, I'm trying to think of, um, uh, Garth Brooks, the, uh, the Thunder Rose. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know? And I was like, oh, this is kind of like that, that kind of vibe. Okay, um, cool. But you know, I was raised on country. I grew up in colorado for for the first eight years of my life okay my parents just listened to country nonstop. this was in the early 2000s right okay late 90s early 2000s and listening to like the chicks and Mm -hmm. jody messina and diamond rio and keith urban and shania (laughs) and like you know all these classics and i was just idolizing these people so i was always super into country but i kind of like rejected it in my you know my like a teenage rebellion right yeah yeah Yeah, and then in college i kind of was like discovering there was really good country out there that was more um unique and more on the cutting edge and was mm-hmm. less pandering to to audiences like the pop country that had it had become right. in the mainstream on the radio stations but i was discovering people by going to music festivals and i went to hinterland oh, music festival this is there. you oh my gosh yeah. yeah it's been years since i've gone because it's like exhausting now. Right. but i used to go and like go camping and uh-huh, yeah, you know do a yeah. bunch of crazy stuff um, <laughs> as you can imagine and just frolic all over but i was discovering these artists at hinterland that really were like oh my gosh this is so different but it's like bringing me nostalgia about my actual music taste from when i was a kid and right. i saw myself in these performers i was like oh, i can do this too like this can be me um so just discovering those kind of artists if you ever check out all the hinterland lineups it's like to a t my Uh taste in music and uh, worth mentioning at Mm -hmm. boats and bluegrass i think we're going to be playing a couple new ones too awesome for the first time oh cool debuting some tunes i love it yeah well speaking of tunes let's get back to some music here um i'm talking to molly brant uh she's got a new full-length album out called surrender to the night and uh she's gonna be at boats and bluegrass 2023 tomorrow night right here in town and this next tune is the title track surrender to the night and you're listening to it on the sound right here on 89.5 kqal
That was Surrender to the Night, and that is the title track from Molly Brandt's full-length debut album. Uh, it's out now. Uh, Molly is going to be playing Boats and Bluegrass 2023 tomorrow night right here in town, and I have Molly on the phone with us tonight. Uh, so, Molly, we're kind of talking, um, well, we, we talked about a whole bunch of stuff in that last segment. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we talked about your writing a lot and stuff like that. Um, you, you mentioned that you recorded this as you went, you know, a couple tunes at a time. Um, so it happened yeah. in a couple different studios. I mean, are these all friends of yours? Um, are you recording any at home at all? You mentioned, um, you know, Eric went in the basement and, and wrote a chord progression. Is he is oh, yeah. it like tracks well, already? You know what I mean? Are you guys doing it at home? Are you, you know? How well, does, so for okay. this last record, we recorded with my friend Colin Lonekin. He's a recording engineer, but I think now he's mostly focused. He's working with Soul Asylum. He, got, you know, does their live sound oh, when okay. he goes on tour with them. But okay. he's a friend I had from high school, actually. So I've known him for quite a long time. And then um, Bluff Country was recorded at uh, Honeytone Studios out in Nina, Wisconsin. Oh, um, so that one was like a one time one single special wow. but i definitely want to go back there for part of the next record I so to, i used to live in menasha right oh, nice. yeah it's like right there yeah isn't it? yeah how so how did you get hooked up with that um eric has the connection with honeytone he's pals with oh, okay. um, the engineers there um and they're oh. really really awesome to work with highly recommend um and then minneapolis we just recorded in eric's apartment because um, okay. it didn't have a drum track, so it was a lot easier oh, to sure. yeah. do. Yeah. You know, theoretically, we could record everything in our house now. We live in a house together now, mm -hmm. um, but I still want to record at uh, uh, everything at studios and right. and really put in the investment there. I'm thinking yeah. of going back to Honeytown, and I'm shopping at, for some other spots for right. this winter that we'll be recording this winter yeah and then you get the expertise of the producers and engineers and those right. extra ears you know it's it's all helpful it's all very helpful. yeah and i want it to really be the next album i'm really looking to take risks and okay. uh, risks and really forge a unique sound that is like really captures people's ears right away and it doesn't sound like every other album of the last 20 years you know i want it to sound you know, distinct and commercially ready. So right, I really right. want the the high high quality detail uh, making this commercially ready. And I'm also working with uh, sync licensing to try to get the, the stuff into movies, TVs, oh cool, commercial commercials and yeah. video games and stuff. So I really am looking for a a, a unique, cool sound that melds all sorts of genres and we're yeah. kind of going in this like we can do rock and roll vibes because we can do uh some electronic kind of vibes some like more ethereal things but really mm -hmm. keep the country um elements in there and right. the americana elements bring in you know some pedal steel uh, and just really get those cool guitar tones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that way it sounds consistent, right? It sounds like yeah. a band, an artist, a song right. you you know can rely on. Like, ooh, I'm gonna like this next record. You know, like yes, yeah, totally. That is awesome. I absolutely love it. Um, well, let's get back into another tune here. Um, this, this always happens. See, I'm super into your record. You can tell because we're going a little over time. So, <laughs> um, so, but let's play another tune for folks. Um, I'm here talking to Molly Brandt. Uh, she's got a new album out called uh, Surrender to the Night. And um, we're playing through some of the tunes here and talking to her about it. And she's playing at Boats and Bluegrass 2023 tomorrow night. So go check her out. Um, 
This next track is off the new album. It's called Old Northern Woman, and you're listening to it on The Sound right here on 89.5 KQAL.
That was Old Northern Woman, and that's a track off the new album from Molly Brandt, and the new album's called Surrender to the Night, and I have Molly on the phone with us tonight. Uh, so, Molly, as we mentioned before, you're playing Boats and Bluegrass 2023 tomorrow night. Um, it sounds like you've played here once before at uh, the Beers and Bluegrass thing they had down at Island City, right? Yeah. Um, and so so you're kind of fresh to Winona, and um, yes. I think folks are going to love you here, you know, so... I. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, last time we did a little duo. We were on the indoor stage okay. for the Beers and Bluegrass, but this will be my full band. Super excited. Cool. I am excited to see that. Oh, and I'm assuming, so I found you on Spotify and Bandcamp. I'm assuming you're on yeah. all the streaming services, yeah. Apple and everything? Yep. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, and let's see, uh, website, mollybrant.com, right? Yes. Okay, and that's Brandt is B-R-A-N-D-T, okay? Yeah. So mollybrandt.com. Um, how can people, what's the best way people can find out about, like, where you're playing and uh, new releases coming out and stuff like that? So I would say Instagram and the website is the best place because I have okay. a tab on my website that lists out my show dates where you'll have those ticket links and everything. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, my Instagram, I'm posting on there, you know, every other day, announcing shows, show times, other fun stuff that's going on. Um, but I also am posting all that stuff also on the other social platforms, you know, Twitter, threads now, right. Facebook, um, sometimes TikTok. Um, so I've got lots of information, several places there. Cool. Sounds good. Well, I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, do you? So you've got CDs. Uh, do you have vinyl yet? Are you doing vinyl yet? No. no? And okay. I guess I should look at that for the next one, but I know it's kind of an investment and a right. process. Yeah, so yeah. I was just kind of, the budget was maxed out. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but I do have t-shirts and stickers. Awesome. So cool. you can order those online or I'll, I'll be selling them. Oh, uh, I'll be... Um, They'll be at the merch tent uh, this weekend. Yeah, cool. Sounds great. Well, I'm super looking forward to it. Can't wait to uh, see you in person. And um, best Sweet. of luck to you. I don't I, honestly. I don't know if you're going to need it. I really think this. This is. You got a great album here, and if you're, it sounds like you got a bunch of stuff coming in the works too. So thanks, Bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah everything's super exciting. We are just getting started. Cool, cool. Well, we're going to go out with um, another track from the album called My Mind. Um, I chose this one for the last track because it was the first single you had released, at least through Spotify anyway. Um, this, I think this was the second single. Was actually. it the second? Oh, shoot. See, there's my <laughs> my uh, Angela Lansbury skills didn't, didn't pull, oh come off there gosh. for me. So. <laughs> Either way, it's one of the first. It's one of the first. It's an earlier one. Earlier one. Yeah. So I didn't know if there was a story behind this one or anything. You know, um, you want to talk about this tune a little bit? Before yeah. Um, this one's more of a like close to my heart introspective uh, thing going on here. I think this was written early 2021. I was kind of like coming out of this pandemic. Uh, I felt like I was hanging with this crew of people where we were just partying a lot. And mm-hmm. I felt like it was making me really lonely. And I was seeing this guy and uh, it just felt like that wasn't a good relationship. And I was kind of expressing my emotions about that here in this song um, about feeling left out, feeling like 
life is too short and like I've wasted all my time feeling like the fear of missing out, feeling like I'm like in my head too much, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a little like um, just going a little crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, but you know, there's the message of like, you know, everything's going to be okay or like, y- you know, you can uh, sort of uh, process that information and go forth. And then the outro is just kind of a, like y'all come sing in the bar together vibe of like, okay, this is a triumphant ending of, you know, uh, that's a whole different vibe. It really builds up to the end. And I just want us envisioning like a whole bar of people singing together. Um, to be that that feel but i think it's a relatable song with some of the specific lyrics that i um put in there yeah but yeah yeah i think so too i love it i absolutely love it Thank um, you. well i've been here talking to molly brandt uh she's she's a new artist or newer artist uh from minneapolis uh she has a new full-length album out called surrender to the night and that's what we've been listening to here tonight uh she's going to be at boats and bluegrass 2023 tomorrow night right here at um, uh, prairie island here in winona and uh let's see what else mollybrandt.com go there for more information about her right so, uh, Molly, thank you so much for talking with us tonight. Um, I can't wait to uh, uh, see you perform tomorrow in person. So, thank thanks you. so much. It was really fun talking to you. And I'm, of course, very verbose. So, thanks for letting me rant a little bit. Oh, for <laughs> sure. That's what this show's for. You know, that's what this show's for. So, we're going to go out with that tune we were talking about, My Mind. And this is from Molly's album, um, Surrender to the Night. Uh, you can pick it up online or uh, go to a show. You know, you might want to go to a show tomorrow night. It's here, right? You just so, might. Yeah. So uh, this is this is my mind, and you're listening to it on the sound right here on 89.5 KQAL.
Thanks again to Molly Brandt for joining us tonight on The Sound. To hear more from Molly, go to mollybrandt.com, your favorite streaming service, or Bandcamp. For more deep dives into local and regional albums, tune into The Sound every Wednesday night at 6, right here on 89.5 KQAL. You can also listen to past episodes of The Sound on your favorite streaming services. Find links at kqal.org. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from Molly Brandt on The Sound. Thanks for listening to The Sound. The Sound is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us online at kqal.org. Theme music for The Sound provided by Mike Terrell of Fires of Denmark.